Welcome to the Digital Revolution podcast, where we discover the secrets of how to get you more sales leads and help you as an entrepreneur to grow your business. For more information about today's podcast and to download all the resources, head over to our website at iconicdigital.co.uk forward slash podcast. But without further ado, let me hand over to our host, He's a multi-award-winning entrepreneur and the founder and chief executive of London-based digital marketing agency, Iconic Digital. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Steve Palethorpe. Well, a very warm welcome to the Digital Revolution podcast, where we bring you some of the leading insights in the marketing and business world to help you as an entrepreneur to grow your business. I'm Steve Pelthorpe, and today we're going to be discussing the use of video as part of your marketing strategy and corporate video production can mean so many things to different people. But with the explosion of creative platforms from viral videos to live events, of course, short films to talking heads, these have all given us as marketers a wealth of opportunity to get our message across. And the key aspiration of any effective video remains the same. Of course, it's to hit the target audience clearly and without any ambiguity. And to this end, we've invited a very special guest here today into the studio and a very big warm welcome to Greg Mandry, who's the Managing Director of Big Yellow Feet Video Production based over in Dorking in Surrey. Greg, thanks for being with us today. Thank you, Steve. Thanks. Lovely to be here, actually. (laughs) Indeed. Yeah, well, great to have you with us on the podcast. And Greg, I know you've got years of experience doing video. Can you give us some insights over your time to tell us, firstly, what video production is and what it means to you? And what are some of the key successes you've had over the years? Well, uh, I I started off years ago. I started off in theatre, actually, and I was a, a I was doing theatre production and theatre directing. Um, And then I went to film school. And then I was a news cameraman for about three years uh, on BBC London uh, News. And then uh, I I wanted to get out of news. So I I set up pretty much straight away, uh, left, became a freelance freelance camera operator. And then I set up Big Yellow Feet um, 18 years ago. Um, And I've never looked back, really. Um, During the course of of, of those 18 years, you know, we've, we've filmed pretty much all over Europe you know, um, and out, outside of Europe. Uh, we've worked for clients from all over the world. Um, and we've pretty much had a, had a jolly good time doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. And Greg, I guess the thing with video is that everyone knows that we need it, right? Because we're using video all the time, whether that's on our website, whether it's on our social channels. And um, the power of video seems to be exponentially huge. And um, what is it about video that people just love so much? I think, I think that the, the, fundamental, the fundamental thing with video that people always have to remember is that it's a visual format. It's it's a visual thing. It's 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 explaining your your brand. It's explaining your your message, your story in pictures. And you know, it's not audio. It's not radio. What we're doing now is radio. You know, what we're doing now is audio. Video is a visual thing. It's what people want to look at. The most, if you can remember, the most memorable and powerful things you've ever watched. It's, it's actually, it's, it's the visual content that you found stunning, that you found amazing, that, that inspired you, that, that, that uh, you know, created little, the neurons in your brain to start firing off and thinking, wow, I'm watching something important here. It's a visual thing. Um, and I think that that, that is, is, is fundamental to anyone wanting to consider doing anything on video. What are the people looking at? What are they watching? That's crucial to video, and, and not a lot of people understand that, especially at, at this time where everyone is thinking, I need some video, I need some video. 
what they need is is something visual and what they need is a visual message and i think that that can get lost a lot of the time um i think that's probably one of the challenge for marketers isn't it because as marketers we often think about the content the collateral that we're producing but because sometimes some marketers are not as creative as others and some of the time we're less concerned with the visual output of what we're putting out there, but more concerned with actually what the content is. And it seems to me that with video, Greg, that there is a real need to actually conceptualize what's in the background, what the video is about, so that not only is the spoken content correct, but actually that the message that's being communicated through what's being put out on the visual channel is really hitting yeah, the abso- mark. Absolutely, Stephen. And, you know, a, a drummer, uh, sorry, a gorilla playing drums um, is often a far better way of selling a bar of chocolate than knowing the content of that bar of chocolate or where that bar of chocolate was made or how, you know, the ingredients of that bar of chocolate are particularly mixed to make that particular flavor. Put a gorilla playing drums, you've got a hit on your hands and people are going to start buying your bars of chocolate. And I think that that is a, is a crucial thing, you know, about any, any, um, any video, any piece of video you want to put out there, you know, is that what are we saying visually? That's the crucial thing. And, and that's what, you know, when people come to a, to a marketing um, company like yourself, Steve, and they're, and they're talking to you guys and you're coming up with an, a, a, you know, a beautiful, agile little um, sting or a little, a little word, that, you know, a couple of words or a little phrase that just embodies a brand and tells people so much more, you know, th- through that wording about what that brand is and what that brand means, then likewise, if they're going to come to a, to a visual agency to get some video done, putting that into an image, making that an image and making that at the core of what it is that you're producing, that is, you know, that's essential for video. Absolutely. And I think uh, most of the time when we are creating videos as business people, often we know that we've got to be doing it for some sort of social channel, but we're, we haven't really given consideration about the production, about what's in the background, what the real message is that's being shown as a result of that video. And I think one of the challenge um, challenges for business owners and entrepreneurs and also for marketers as a whole is really to think about the setting of where the video actually is and what that video is going to be communicating. Have you got any examples over your last 20 years of, of running the company of, of how video has really produced results and what have those results been and then how have you how you made it happen okay i I think that uh, you know if i remember back to the days when people were first putting video onto their websites um it there was it was became an often quite an often occurrence that you could break people's websites because you would the video would just drive people to the website to look at that video And, and video was hosted in a very different way back in those days it was actually hosted on a website We'd, we'd done for a, a series of videos um, for a, a holiday company throughout Europe where you could go and see um, the accommodation that you were staying in and, and you could see the bit of the resort that you were staying at. And, and literally, you know, no one expected the sheer numbers of people to go and look at that video that did. And it, it brought their website down within within minutes of it of it going live. And they had to completely... their their. Um, internet guys had to completely rethink the way that, that you had to produce video and, and, and had to host video. And I think that, that that goes throughout whenever people think of video and, and they're going to think their expectations often are, are kind of tiny, you know, and, and then uh, what you turn, what you turn around and what you produce often has a, um, a 
a very large impact, you know, it, it, more impact than, 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 the, than the people even thought of. Another occasion was a, a, a bread guy, an African bread maker, a gege bread. Um, he knew his target audience. It was Nigerian nationals living in the, living in the UK, actually living in, in any diaspora, really. He knew the channels that he wanted that video to go on to. Um, he had one shop in, in the East End of London. We made him a very simple video um, for a gege bread. Within an extremely short period of time, he had opened a factory. He was supplying Tesco's and, and now he lives in California and he's got shops all over the world. Um, wow. So if, if you know your audience and if you know your message and, and you get it right, you know, that really is the sky's the limit of what you can do with video. And this is going back to core marketing principles of segmentation, targeting, positioning, understanding what our USPs are, and then communicating that in a creative way that's going to get some sort of engagement. I guess yeah. um, being skeptical here, Greg, and uh, just trying to play a bit of devil's advocate, we've, we're living in the technology era where we've got iPhones, we've got really smart computers and people are getting more and more intelligent. You know, I, I only have to go into my office at work and I've got a whole load of guys who are absolutely expert and could do anything that they wanted to, it seems on video. So what is it that um, is the difference between a, a listener here today, just taking their iPhone out and recording something and publishing it onto YouTube or, or Instagram or somewhere like that and coming and using a video production agency like you? What, what's the difference? What makes the magic happen with you? I think the I think it's understanding the audience. Um, I, I think if 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 your audience are the sort of person, people that are going to watch, um, you know, religiously and continuously, just an iPhone recording of them saying something or talking about something, um, then I think you're, you're probably you're probably going to engage with that audience. You know, it's probably going to work for you to a certain level. Um, I think if you if you've got to work a little bit harder for your audience, then I think you really need to really need to think about, you know. Are you the best person to, to sell that image? We, we always had a thing where we call it gray box syndrome. And, and a lot of people think that, that their company video is their CEO, who is a gray man, sitting in a gray room, reading a uh -huh. sheet of A4 paper, which is usually looks gray when you put it on video. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's gray box syndrome. Indeed, yeah. It, it doesn't, you know, no one's going to listen to a side of A4 being, being read by a gray man in a gray room especially if that's not the audience, you know, if the audience, you know, the gray men in gray rooms produce products for women and for children and for, you know, a huge diverse amount of people. And you need to, you really need to understand the audience. You know, when you, when you were talking about targeting, um, Steve, you're, you're absolutely spot on. It's all about targeting. It's all about knowing who they are. It's all about knowing what, what they're watching. If you put a video out on the wrong channel, if you put a video on Facebook and your audience isn't on Facebook, none of your audience are going to see it, even if it's the best message in the world. You know, so even just understanding where you're putting your little bit of, you know, where you're putting your, your video is important. And you'll get that kind of information if you talk to a, you know, to a video production company, if you talk to a, a marketing agency that's when you'll begin to get that information because they'll know where your audience is watching, what they're watching and why they're watching it. You know, we live in an amazing time. You know, if, if you wanted to put um, an advert aimed at people who cycle and you wanted to put it in a region of London, let's say Hounslow, 
So I wanted to put cyclists in Hounslow. I could you know, have an advert that would target through Sky Television viewers in Hounslow who have an interest in cycling. And it would appear on their television whilst they're watching whatever it is they're watching at night. And their next door neighbor could be watching exactly the same program, but would get a different advert that would target them. That's how specific some of the advertising targeting can go on. And that's on a, on a television system like Sky, just to you know, bend your mind a little bit about how, how um, amazing things are at the moment, really. I know the technology has really, uh, really grown and the emergence of technology, particularly in targeted advertising, it has just grown exponentially over the last couple of years. And I think of, of social media and the, the ability to uh, sort of target people on Facebook through the Facebook ecosystem uh, across uh, dark social platforms like WhatsApp and Facebook Messenger, but now, of course, on Instagram and Facebook as well. So those four channels that are all wrapped in the Facebook ecosystem and the ability to really hone down, we've got over 182 personal character attributes that we can target um, uh, to a specific demographic so before when we used to think about advertising as like the the big thing of we put our video out there and capture as many as many people as possible it's it's no longer a case of sort of trying to be all things to all men we're now really honing down to very very personalized ad copy that is focused and targeted around an individual because we know using these advertising platforms and you've mentioned sky and, and almost like a traditional platform there of tv which is wonderful but even on those sort of more mainstream platforms we can be, now be so targeted yeah. um, to reach yeah. the the individuals yeah and you've always been able to to a certain degree i mean you know a few years back we, we made a tv commercial for Newcastle City Council. It was it was to do with fostering children. Um, but they they we knew we know exactly who the target audience were. It was empty nesters. It was women of a certain age, wanted to tug on some heartstrings. Um, and at the time, it was uh, trying to remember what the show was now, but it was um, we we, no, we we made the, we made this TV commercial, and the TV commercial was shown locally to Newcastle only, um, and it was shown uh, before. Um, oh, specific a specific television program that they knew that those that empty nesters would be watching women of a certain age would be watching you know and again it was a phenomenal excess they ran it for years as long as the tv program ran that they that they were wanted it to, to play alongside they they continued with that, with that <laughs> commercial you know and it worked for them every time as a, as a you know again it was a really nice little example of knowing your audience, targeting your audience, making sure your message was correct, you know, and, and making sure it was all on target. And yeah, it worked very, very well. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, I mean, it, the level of personalization is phenomenal now. But look, most of our listeners, Greg, here today are going to be small business owners and marketing professionals who are looking to get growth and understand a bit about video. What would you say are the best channels for these guys to be using? And, you know, we've talked about whether they should record something on their mobile phone. And I guess the, the discussion here is if, you, if you've got a personal brand that you've got the confidence, charisma and the, the content that actually will support doing a live video on, on Facebook or Insta or whatever, then that's fine. But actually, if, you, if you're not that way inclined and you need the support of a creative agency, then that's when you would come to someone like Big Yellow Feet. So tell yeah. us, where would you, what would your strategy be for helping to promote a business and what channels would you specifically recommend people to be using as part of that? I think it, it all starts with the audience. Who's your target audience? You know, I mean, it, 
if if someone was um you know aiming something and the target audience was you know eight to 14 year old girls um then we would need to be looking at something like TikTok. we would also need to be looking at at um you know maybe featuring uh, eight to 14 year old girls in our video so that um eight to 14 year old girls in the video watching the video would 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 relate to what was going on in the video um then we would need to be you know looking at what goes on on tiktok what sorts of things are, are eight to 14 year old girls copying and emulating on 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 tiktok and then create a campaign around you know what that that age group what that um, target audience are wanting to see on that platform what they're wanting to share with their friends and we'd build a campaign around that and again and building building in the product as part of that message and that, that doesn't matter whether it's eight to 14 year old girls we're talking about or whether we're talking about people who want to invest in a sp specific um, style of financial investment you know if it's a um, a financial in, in, in investors we're aiming for then maybe we want to you know look at what are they looking at uh, you know are they what platforms are they on you know are they going to want to see someone in a in a nice suit in front of um a glass building you know that looks all glass and steel and looks like that they work in in the city somewhere and should be investing your money um so again you know it's it always starts with who are the audience really who are the audience and then we can start to talk to those people, you know, start to talk to the client. Where are that? Where is that audience? You know, what is that audience yeah. wanting to see? Um, and then build the video and, and build the campaign. Now, increasingly, video is, is, a, is not one single entity of video. Increasingly, it's a campaign. Increasingly, it's, you know, wanting to produce one a week or um, one a month, you know, or... It could be one a day if you if you are that persistent, but it, you know, and also depending on the audience you were you were going for. But it's planning that campaign of video out and and making sure you have all the content in place. Make and then and then it's then it's just about delivery, making sure that you you are hitting all the delivery points and making sure that your your SEO around your delivery is is right for you and working for you. And it's again targeting the right audience. Absolutely. And so what we're talking here is about an omni-channel strategy where essentially we're looking at multiple different digital channels and perhaps traditional channels as well, where um, video content might then be able to be displayed alongside a traditional publication. But we're looking at primarily digital, but we're then looking at driving targeted relevant traffic to that video through the use of multiple different mediums, whether that's you've mentioned SEO, so search, whether that's paid media, so paid yeah. advertising, and that could again be um, delivered through through the Google ecosystem or through Facebook um, and Facebook's ecosystem, or it could be um, even the, the the idea and the concept of, of creating video yeah. to build brand. And you've mentioned there about that sort of campaign strategy. So I think most of the time people, when they're thinking about video, about uh, particularly um, with an SME mindset, we're thinking, oh, I need a talking headshot video for my site. And to be frank, Greg, I don't know about you, but I'm fed often, up of watching yeah, talking totally, heads because, totally. because they don't often com convey the, uh, yeah. the message that the, yeah. the we, client you know, wants. We, we were doing it. It was for a software company. Um, and they what their software did, it was to do with logistics and it was to do with delivery and on-time delivery. And, and it wasn't even anything sexy and exciting about the delivery industry. It was literally the, some of the software that helped 
delivery companies deliver. I mean, it was the it was the most unsexy subject you could possibly think of. And they wanted to make some video and they wanted to make some video that had some impact. And there was no way on earth their video about them and what they did was ever going <laughs> to get an audience, any audience. No one would watch it. We yeah. worked with a charity. We made a video using their branding, their brand name for a charity um, which wanted to promote. It was a it was a, a sort of care home situation. Um, we used all 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 of this company's branding in the video. The video was made for the charity. The charity were endlessly grateful that they had this amazing video that showed off what their charity did. It was all topped and tailed with with the branding of this other company. It got thousands of hits, thousands wow. of views. Literally within a week, you know, there were like 30,000, 40,000 people looking oh, at this video. They've done so much more than anything that company could have said about their particular brand and having a talking head. And it's just about, you know, that little that little switch of it's still got your branding on it. It's still got what you've attached. And actually, the, lots of the people that are interested in this charity are people that are, that are, that are going to be interested in what it is that your company does. That was the better video for them. And it, you know, it wasn't about them. You know, it was just about them helping out other people. And that's what their software did was help other people. And it, you know, it all worked. It worked really, really well. Again, another cracking little campaign. Wonderful stuff. Well, we're going to take a quick break now and to just find out a little bit more information about the digital revolution. But Greg Mandry, Big Yellow Feet Video Production, thank you so much for being with us today. We'll come back to you in just a moment. Wow, there's so much insight and learning to take from today's Digital Revolution podcast. Remember, you can download all the resources from today, as well as catching up on the latest broadcasts. Just head over to iconicdigital.co.uk forward slash podcast. Before I hand back over to Steve, we have some exciting news just for you. Steve's new book, The Digital Revolution, is out now. In this fantastic resource, Steve unmasks the secrets to effective digital marketing and gives entrepreneurs his guaranteed formula to double your profits in just one year. And for a limited time, we'd like to give you a copy of the book for free. All we ask is that you pay for the postage. So to get your free copy today, head over to www.iconicdigital.co.uk forward slash book. That's iconicdigital.co.uk forward slash book and claim your copy today. So let's continue our podcast as we hand it back over to our host, Steve Palethorpe. Well, welcome back to the Digital Revolution podcast with me, Steve Pelthorpe. And today we've been joined by Greg Mandry, the MD over at Big Yellow Feet Video Production in Dorking in Surrey. And Greg, thank you for your amazing insights today. It's been a great conversation so far, and I'm sure that we're going to find out so much more information about some of the stories that you have had as you've been involved with doing companies video over the years. Yeah, th thanks, Steve. Thanks. You know, I, I think that, um, you know, we were, we were talking a little bit in, in, in the break there, and I, I think the, the important thing about video is, is, you know, video always struck me as being an exciting thing. You know, it always struck me, you know, when I when I was first trying to get into the business and was, was doing things, uh, working on bits of feature film. And I remember working on a Bond movie um, years ago, just as a runner and, and the whole buzz and excitement around, you know, working on something. And, and to, a, to a certain degree, every time someone picks up a camera and does something with, with a, a video camera, 
you know, it, it can be an exciting experience and it should be an exciting experience. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and what you're trying to say should be exciting, you know, and I think that if you keep that in your soul, you know, you won't go far wrong making any video really, you know, just to keep that excitement there, you know, and that interest and that kind of sense of, sense of, of, of wow, you know, and, and that often, mm. you know, often when you make a video for a company, um, they expect it's going to be uh, hard work and they expect it's going to be, you know, uh, uh, can you feature somebody else? Oh, don't feature me. I don't want to be in it. And by the end of the process, the whole, you find that the, the whole group of people involved in the video have, have become a little family within that company. And they all understand themselves better. They understand their product better. It's, you know, it is, can be quite amazing the sort of uh, response you get out of, out of an organization when you engage with them to make a, a video, you know? Amazing, and, yeah. And, that, and that's something that you should you know, never lose sight of. I remember we were doing some work for a, it was a, a pharmaceutical company and it was it was to do around um transplants so it was around heart transplant all sorts of transplants and it was to do with with with, again another fairly dry subject it was to to do with with, uh, drug regimen regimens so that when you take them when you take the pills why you take the pills and how you take the pills and we had doctors and specialists and patients from literally all over Europe had all come to London to, the, to, to be put up in hotels and engage with this, this video that we were making. And it, you know, it was one of the first times we set up a round table discussion at the beginning, largely just to look like a round table discussion. It, it wasn't meant to be a round table discussion, really. It was meant to be a bit of a faux one where, and it broke into a round table discussion because people sitting around that room from the medical side and from the pharmaceutical side of the company had never sat to any large degree in close proximity to that many patients. And that many patients had never sat in a room with that many medical professionals. And that, that once we set that round table discussion up and it went off, we, had, we kind of had to stop filming it and they carried on discussing and they went on for hours discussing it. And it fundamentally changed the video because they had suddenly spoken to each other and the, you know, the, what they learned in that room about why people took their medication and why they didn't take their medication fundamentally changed the content of, of, of the, the entire video campaign that we were putting together. And it was a, an amazing experience, really. It was amazing to be in the room. Yeah, and, and to be a spectator when you can actually see boundaries coming down and people interacting and engaging in that sort of way is utterly amazing. amazing. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's you know, it's not an isolated thing. It's happened. We were doing a, um, some work with the. Um, uh, it was to do with the helicopters flying out of Scotland, and it was the uh, Aviation Authority, International Aviation Authority. We were making these health and safety videos. Exactly the same thing. They had a load of pilots in the room. They had a lot of manufacturers in the room and they had a lot of people who, who train and design and everything to do with helicopters. Again, not really, you know, that it was set up to be a staged bit of a round table discussion. And then the video would break out into, you know, how you fly helicopters safely, basically. It was the first time that those guys had been in that room with their counterparts and they set up instantly from that moment on that they would have a meeting like that every single month to discuss problems that the wow. that all everyone around that team was having 
And again, it was one of those things we, we packed up and went home. The meeting carried on because <laughs> they had never sat around. And then that fundamentally, again, changed the way, you know, it, it, probably it's affected the way people design helicopters now. You know, it's that fundamental. Wonderful. Yeah. And, and sometimes video is just that catalyst you get in the room. Now, they're really striking examples, but there are much, much smaller examples where we've done little bits of work with um, security teams at Heathrow and little bits and pieces like that where at the end of it, they have bonded and they and they understand a hell of a lot more about what it is, why they do something and the way they do something yeah. just by engaging through the video, really. And, and this is about bringing people together, isn't it? It is. And, you it know, is, we've yeah. talked a lot about visual formats today. So we've, we've both shared our frustration, I think, within the marketing world of the talking head video that has an old grey suited yes. guy who's got his grey yeah. paper. You know, um, there are so many other different ways in which a video can be done these days. And you gave the example of your gorilla drummer, but animation seems to be something that people are doing a lot of at the moment. And where does animation sit within the video marketing spectrum? Animation is it's hugely important. You know, it, it can't be underestimated how important it is at the moment. And, and at the moment, specifically, you know, especially, you can't, it's very difficult at the moment to, to send off a team and film anything, really. You know, um, this year, the, the amount of filming that we've been doing, we're doing a lot of remote filming where it's just been recording people um remotely basically but it's very been very difficult to do but animation has really come to the fore you know the, having the ability to um have pictures and images tell your story in a style that is again tied to your brand the colors are tied to your brand the images are tied to your brand you know the, 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 it looks like your website you know it looks like your branding it looks like the documents you're sending out it's just, you know, and it's moving and it's talking. <laughs> What's not to yeah. love? And it's, and it's again, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a big thing. It's a big part of our income as well. You know, is, is animation. It can get very expensive at one end. Once you start getting into sort of 3d animation and stuff like that, it, it gets very expensive, very quick. I think a lot of people expect animation to be for some reason to be cheaper than live action filming. Um, and, and often it's not, I would say it, at one end of the scale, it's pretty comparable. You know, if you're going to spend, you know, two, three, four thousand pound on a live action video, you're going to spend at least that on, on an animation to tell the same yeah. sort of story. Sure. Um, but yeah, an incredibly effective way of, of, of telling a story, you know, really. And, and for any time, for all times, whether it's during an, an international pandemic or not. Yeah. And I think people simple. underestimate um, the, the impact of animation, but also I think it's really important for marketers particularly to understand who they're communicating communicating to as part of this often when we focus on business to business the ability to see a human face and to see someone communicating something in a relevant way is often far more engaging than a, a, a little cartoon but likewise if it's a retail environment or a b2c environment then obviously animation can work a lot more a lot better in that in that yeah. scenario and it also depends on the content actually what is is being produced if we're looking at explaining some some information that could be fairly dry fairly boring then animation is a fantastic way of bringing yeah, no, that alive isn't it just to, to try and make something that is fairly dull yeah, actually absolutely. a little bit more interesting I mean, it, it can bring dull things to life it can also you know add things that, that you just simply couldn't do you know you can't have someone um sitting on their sofa um typing on their keyboard the next minute getting on a plane the next minute that plane flying through the sky the next minute that person landing 
you know, in Dubai, and then the next with minute, a parachute. No, yeah, with a parachute. <laughs> there was just you just you could do them all in live action, but, yeah. but you know you might kill the odd actor trying to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but but in an animation, that's totally a, a simple and workable you know framework to to work to that that whole notion of planes and flying. They can fly around the moon if you want them to. You know, it's really Absolutely. Yeah. pretty straightforward. You know. So we're on the subject of flying. So come on, let's talk about drones. And uh, I know I've worked with a lot of people over the last five years and sort of the emergence of these super drones that can fly up in the sky and take magical pictures of cityscapes and of my building. And particularly in the property sector, we're finding this a lot at the moment. Everyone wants their drone footage to show their location and really give it that wow factor. And particularly, I know in hospitality, as we're looking at, um, you know, revitalizing that sector in the in the, in the run month after covid you know there, there are a lot of people are looking for something that's very very dynamic and different and drone footage that really really can be magical can't it yeah if you, i mean if you've got beautiful grounds if you've got a beautiful building and drones are a, a wonderful way of showing them off you know they, they really are but you can and you can fly them you know inside buildings if you've got a big enough building you can fly them outside the building you can you can fly them up up the path i, I mean the, 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 with everything the, the thing around a camera is the camera doesn't tend to lie it shows the truth you know if you've if you've got a beautiful grounds and beautiful building and you're in you know you're it's in hospitality or it's in, then you will show that off you know it will look beautiful providing it's not pouring down with rain or, or uh, as, absolutely yeah well, what do you do <laughs> though when you've got suddenly the british <laughs> weather that we cope with and suddenly you're faced with raining days is it a case i actually just have to wait and come back another day how does it work it, often it does. I mean, I remember filming. Um, I remember filming, and we were we were we were supposed to be in the south of France, and we were in Manchester, um, and it was again slight it was, difference. It was to do. <laughs> it was to do with. It was to do with the interiors of, of, of holiday apartments, um, and we lit them just with enormous bright lights, and we had models and actors inside, like they were on the French Riviera. It was something like March. It was pouring down with rain, and it all looked beautiful and stunning. Um, so there are there are ways of doing it, um, but if you need big exterior shots, you need the weather, and it's worth waiting for. You know, it's worth waiting for getting a few dates in the diary, and and you know, don't not picking March, making sure you're doing it in July. You know, making sure you've got a couple of options. We could do it on the Tuesday. We could do it on the Thursday. Let's keep an eye on the weather. It looks like it's the Thursday. Yeah. Let's go. You know, and, and that's that's important. And it's important because it's your brand, and it's important because it's your message. You know, and that's what that's what you you want to reflect. So it's worth getting it right. It's not, it's not worth getting it wrong. <laughs> Indeed. So, yeah, and, and there are tragic <laughs> examples, aren't there? We, we're browsing the internet every day and often I look at things online and think, oh, gosh, yeah. that's really made my eyes bleed because they just haven't yeah, put that yeah. creative thought into the process. And I think what we're saying to our listeners here today, when we're talking about the use of video, we're talking about making sure that there has been some sort of consideration, some sort of thought process that has gone into the setting, into the content, into the creativity of that video and understanding Absolutely. who the audience yeah. is. And the audience so, it doesn't that have video. to be, you know, the, the, the audience could be internal, you know, a, a, an enormous amount of video that, that, that we produce, you know, we produce for, for companies, for their internal, um, for their internal, for their, for their staff, you know, 
Yeah, well, and, you know, and internal and communication seems to be yeah. one of those things where often you've got something that's fairly mundane, whether it's HR content, whether yeah. it's health and safety, yeah. and it, it's just stuff then, that actually, if you put people in a boardroom, it's it's bo boring content that's yeah. fairly dull. And actually, by just doing that on video, yeah. it, the, it creates life. It creates. And often energy. they need people to watch it. I remember, I remember doing a thing for Twinings where it was just it was simple health and safety stuff, and it was. Um, but everybody that had to go into the, the the twinings factory was for they had to sit through this health and safety video and it, it has to be engaging you cannot you cannot stick 20 people in a room every single day and have them watch not watch something that where it affects their lives you know and that's where animation can be can be a really great thing you know is that if you've got to tell 30 people a week about why they need to behave in a certain way in a certain environment because otherwise they're gonna you know it'll be detrimental to their health you know you need to make it engaging you need to make the people in fact you need to make you know it transcend languages because sometimes the target audience are not all speaking the same language but they need to be kept safe in exactly the same way yeah it so goes it back to, to the health and safety message you get when you're sitting on the aircraft doesn't it and that's it really does. yeah it's yeah moved away from the traditional air hostess saying the same thing of buckle your belt like this yeah. to now being yes. actually something beautifully animated that's it's funny it's engaging it keeps your interest and you want exactly to look at that it, you? yeah you, you want to watch it we want to engage with it and you want to watch it all the way through to the end and that's really important whether you're whoever you're talking to whether you're talking to your your cleaners who have to have a, a beyond message for us for a, a certain you know reason whether it's their health and safety or whether it's just you know the, the level of exactment that they have to attain in order to to be a cleaner in your company you know or whether it's your finance department or whether it's your sales teams we, we made a um a film for it was it was, a, it was aimed at the, the the sales teams um it was just about some new software and they wanted to make sure that the sales teams who are global they were around the world based around the world they wanted to make sure that they were watching the video and that they actually updated their software it was a, it was a, just a, like a, a new pipeline software to how to you know to look after their sales teams and look after their clients and their potential clients and we went completely away from showing them the the, the what the new software did and why why they should use that new software and we shot um in 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 amsterdam we shot a, a bond trailer using the ceo of the company and his little team around him to make a Bond movie about this, this piece of software. Now, we shot it, I think, about the week before Christmas, and it was shown to the sales teams in a series of meetings um, around the world, pretty much at the same time, around January the 3rd or January the 4th. Um, and it got standing ovations from the sales team. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, and they knew everybody in the, in the film. They knew it <laughs> because it was the MD, it was the MD secretary, it was the head of marketing. They knew everybody in it. And, and their uptake on the new software and, and, and actually downloading that bit of software onto their individual machine and making sure they were using it went, went incredibly smooth. You know? yeah. Again, it's just about thinking outside of the box, knowing who your target audience are, and thinking, how do we engage these people all the way through to the end so they get the message, download that software, you know, or Wonderful. whatever your message may be.
Well, thank you, Greg. Your insights on the world of video is always illuminating. And thank you for being with us here today on the Digital Revolution podcast. Look, before we finish, um, can you give us your uh, three takeaways of what you think our listeners today should really be doing with their video? And perhaps maybe you can give us a reason, again, just to hammer home the importance of why we would come to a video production company like Big Yellow Feet in preference to trying and doing this ourselves or in-housing it. I would say your three takeaways are audience. Always think about who are your audience. Always think about what is the message you want to tell that audience. And then how are you going to get your message in front of that audience? You know, how are you going to engage with that audience? Um, you know, the, the, the number of times that I get told, oh, we're going to do a video, but my 13-year-old daughter is going to you do it on her iPhone. I would only let a 13-year-old daughter in control of my marketing campaign if I was targeting 13-year-old girls. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> speak, to, speak to a marketing professional, speak to a communications professional, and you know, you're going to come up with a lot, better, a lot better ideas. Come and talk to us at Big Yellow Feet. We're phones always, always uh, ready to uh, pick up the phone, speak to you, talk to you about some of the better ideas and better ways of getting your message out there. And on that note, Greg, tell us, how do we get in touch with you? How do we find Big Yellow Feet? Well, you can look us up, Big Yellow Feet. It's pretty memorable. Just Google Big Yellow Feet and you'll find us online, bigyellowfeet.co.uk or .com. Um, you can find us on all sorts of social media, Facebook and, and, and the Twitter. Um, or you can literally just give us a call in our Dorking offices and, and we'll be happy to receive that call. Thank you, Greg. Well, it's been an illuminating discussion on video marketing and understanding how to do video that ultimately is going to grow our business. And ultimately, that's what this podcast is all about. It's about engaging in how we use digital media, dig digital communications to improve the brand awareness, market engagement, ultimately getting the leads that we need in order to grow our businesses to the next level. So Greg Mandry of Big Yellow Feet Video Production, thank you again, my friend. It's been wonderful having you on the podcast. Thank you, today. Steve. It's been lovely to talk to you again. Thanks. Thank you. Wonderful. And for everyone watching, listening today, thank you for being with us. Always a pleasure to have your company on the podcast. Remember, these podcasts go out every single uh, month and we always have them available on our website and also on the Iconic Digital uh, blog. So you can go to iconicdigital.co.uk forward slash podcast. Stay up to date with all of the latest podcasts. Next week, we've got some fantastic stuff coming in. We've got a consultant who's going to be joining us from a very interesting company talking to us about the joys of marketing attributes attribution modeling, which for those marketers who are listening probably just went, oh, marketing attribution modeling. Well, actually, this is something that we need to be doing and often we don't understand how to do. So tune into the next podcast as we talk more about that. Greg, once again, thank you for being with us. Great to have you with us and we'll see you all at the next podcast. Thanks so much for listening to the Digital Revolution podcast today. If you have any questions about what you've learned in today's session, then please do drop us a note in the comments below. And as always, be sure to like and share the podcast with your friends, family and other business owners. Please help us to spread the word about this free resource. And finally, while you're here, please don't forget to leave a comment below to tell us where you've been listening from. And don't miss out on the next podcast, which comes out next Wednesday. Thanks for being a part of our group of elite entrepreneurs. Remember to download your free resources online at iconicdigital.co.uk forward slash book. And we'll see you next time on the Digital Revolution podcast.